What is going on, everybody? This is Nick with Vantage Point Podcast, and I'm too excited for this week uh, in our series, Persons of Interest, man. Uh, the person to my left, uh, we we go back, like we go way back um, to, to youth ministry back. Like this is somebody I've known uh, for a long time, and I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, if you've been listening to this series, Persons of Interest, our, our goal is simple. We want to introduce people to people who are out here influencing the kingdom. Um, and, and this this brother right here deserves, I mean, all the, this man has been amazing to me, been a friend. And I'm just so honored that he's going to spend some time with us this week. And without further ado, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, but we're going to jump right into this and it's going to be fun. I hope you guys got your notepads out something because I already know he, he's going to drop some nuggets for you. Um, because he's he's dropping nuggets every Sunday out there in Hammond, Indiana. So without further ado, I'm going to let Pastor Sam Hampshire introduce himself to you all. Well, what's up, Vantage Point? It is an honor to be with you today, tonight, Nick, whenever this airs. But it is <laughs> great to be with you, man. My name is Sam Hampshire uh, from Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland area. Uh, pastor of a church in Hammond, Indiana called Anthem Church. Uh, married to my wife of 15 plus years, Taylor. Got a six-year-old son, Daniel. And uh, Nick and I, man, I, I think I've been knowing you for 15 years. We used to do oh, youth man. ministry together. It's about that long. It's about that long. <laughs> yeah. So Nick, you, yeah, we we were uh, we started in ministry together a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. We we're pups. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> You had hair and I didn't have gray. Yeah, that's true. I had hair <laughs> then. <laughs> and I had no gray in my beard. That's a lot of change. Me strange. either. A lot of change in 15 years or so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, man, I, I like I said, I appreciate you being on, man. And, and you know, this series has been a blessing to me, uh, just getting nuggets from people. And, and I know the folks that are listening um, from wherever they are. Um, you know, when I started this thing, I had no idea. Um, we have faithful listeners, not not just across the U.S., but there's somebody in Spain that listens every week, somebody in South Africa, um, India. And so wherever you're listening from, thank you all so much uh, for listening. But we're like I said, we're going to jump into it. And so, Sam, the, the first question that we started with every every week is obviously we're in the midst of pandemic, uh, depending on where you are, just hopefully and prayerfully staying safe and, and using wisdom when you need to leave the house and everything. But I want to just go into a little bit like for you um, and your family and, and, and Taylor and your son, you know, what, is, what has this moment been like for you all in, in the midst of pandemic? You know, in some ways, you know, probably just like, you know, everybody else trying to figure everything out day by day, you know, week by week. Uh, I think we all got thrown into the same thing together. If we have kids in school, you know, now we're all homeschooling, working in the house with our kids at home, Zoom calls. And so, you know, dealing with that, you know, right now I'm at my dining room table, which is also my office, you know, which is also we eat at, you know, sometimes. And, and so that and then also, um, you know, on the flip side, it's it's also been kind of it feels like a divine reset yeah. uh, as far as just kind of getting back in the rhythm of what's really important. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, dinners at the table every night, family devotions, yeah. prayer, teaching our son how to pray. You know, honestly speaking, some things we probably got away from a little bit just in the race of life going from yeah. here to there to everywhere. So in, in one way, it's definitely been challenging. In the other, you know, there's some things I'm just not ready to go back to yet. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's been uh, definitely a learning curve. I've uh, been really enjoying a lot of solitude time with the Lord through this as, as things Amen. have gotten a little quieter. Yeah. So, so that's been kind of a divine reset at the same time as, as that big challenge. 
Yeah, and I, I know, you know, like you said, that's that's a lot for everybody. I know you got some people on one spectrum are about to just lose it in the moment, and then you got other ones that are like, you know what, this has been such a moment to reconnect, whether it's to God or family. And um, I, I know for, for you, there's something very specific um, that I want to touch on. You talked about pastoring a church, Anthem Church, out there in Hammond, Indiana. Um, I want to talk about that journey a little bit, and then also leading up to the launch of that. So you know, just kind of give us, you know, as you got that vision and you saw that this is what God wanted you to do, um, you know, walk us through that a little bit and then getting up to this point of, of um, launch date for you um, and what that looked like for you now in this new new world here. Yeah. So um, just to give everybody a, a 30 second backstory, I started off with with Nick servant in student ministry, yeah. uh, was then asked to start a campus of Christian Life Center in uh, Tinley Park. So we started a new extension of that ministry and uh, we're, we're pressing into that. And we're in, we, we're almost seven years old with that. So um, had been feeling like kind of a burden to, to be a senior leader. I felt like all the time because where I talked to my senior pastor, uh, Pastor Jerry McQuay. And um, so one year ago uh, in March, I was in a boardroom with all the board of directors, the apostolic oversight of Christian Life Center. And it was decided in that meeting in March of 2019 that our campus would be made an independent church in March of 2020. And so we had this whole year plan. Um, and it's just been so much like we're laughing at it at this point. So every single thing we planned uh, from March until April didn't happen. Um, wow. It was like this year thing we had planned and, and, uh, Every single thing along the way, um, for some reason or another, got changed, shifted. And then the biggest shift was we were planning to launch uh, Anthem Church, transition wow. officially, uh, the first Sunday of April. Yep. And we shut down the church a week before that. So we started a church six weeks ago and have never held a live service. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so, uh, wild, and through this, man, I think. The, the scripture that I keep going back to, this spoke, God spoke this to me early in the beginning. It's from Esther. Just really in the providence of God, not just like, yes, God is sovereign. He's, he's still on the throne, but like this providence of God, how he does what he does. Mm -hmm. And so we were looking at all these circumstances in the life of Esther, like all these things led to her being in the throne for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And we were looking at all these divine circumstances from this plan, from this is when you're going to be independent, knowing God is all-knowing. And, and to this point where it was like, okay, this was God's plan the whole time for Anthem Church uh, to start in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And so, um, you know, God and I definitely had some words about that. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah, uh, but I had one of my minister friends call me from the other side of the United States, who, who, who we both know, I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he gave a word <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to me and... Um, he just called me and just said, Hey man, just, and this was before all this came through the pipeline with the pandemic. Yeah. He just said, Hey, just so you know, the Lord told me that the, uh, God is writing the story of Anthem in such a way that no man can ever take credit for it. And, uh, that has been the story so far. Wow. And it's definitely been this, uh, trust walk, which I feel like has been my whole life and, and just kind of this yeah. waiting timing of God. And, uh, I've been seeing some pretty cool stuff even through the yeah. last six weeks. And I do miss preaching to people, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like of course. in person but uh, yeah it's been, been a good journey man yeah i i can attest i mean i've watched i think every sunday um 
I, I am a, you know, just for everybody out there, I joked with Sam about a few weeks ago and I said, I got my, my quarantine Sunday uh, rundown right now at, at 10, I'm on Anthem church at 11. I'm at transformation church. And at one o'clock I'm with elevation church. So I got this whole agenda, but um, it, it's been such an amazing um, journey to see. And, and again, I'm all the way in Tulsa, you're in Hammond. But just even being those those six hundred some miles away, you know, kind of being connected to you guys and seeing it, right? Seeing it happen, seeing it manifest, and like you said, like God is literally writing that story in the midst of this. And I think there's a message in there, uh, not just for for you, but I think it's for people, right? To see like, you know, you you have all these plans, right? We have this big list or this plan, but yet God might change it up a little bit for you. You know, he might just, up, you know, and, and, and kind of another pastor friend we know says right now, you know, upset that world a little bit. Um, and I really feel like just what I've seen, and I know there's many people on here watching. I mean, there's there's probably like, I, I don't know the exact number, but it's got to be at least three or four thousand that watch every Sunday uh, anthem, mm -hmm. at least when I'm on YouTube and see it. And that's not counting Facebook or other avenues that, that you yeah. all have. And I, I love that it's, you know, when you think about, you know, bringing that message, right? I've been to the actual physical building of Anthem. I've been there once yeah. before it was Anthem. Yep. And I love how God is doing what he's doing because, you know, you, you guys probably hold, what, 400 maybe, I think, in there or somewhere in there? Yeah, 400, and that's with breaking every single fire code. <laughs> right. <laughs> we won't tell. We won't, we yeah. won't tell. Yeah. There hasn't PD watching this. Right? Fire. Yeah. Don't, don't listen. That. We're just joking. It's not 400. Yeah. Somewhere less than that. But the, the crazy part is even in this pandemic, you're, you're reaching 4,000 every week on average. Yeah. And that's not counting people who go back and watch it, you know, views and things like that. And so for you to kind of sit back and like you said, God speaking to you, you're having some of these words with him. Like talk about like, what has that been for you? Like, what are you walking away with? Like, you know, like you said, you had this list, you had this thing you wanted to do these plans and God's like, Hey man, I'm gonna get you there. Might be a little different. We're going to call a few audibles. We're going to call a few, we're going to give you some signals, but you're still going to get there. And you know what? I might even get you there. It's not even a might. I'm going to get you there bigger and better than what you thought it might look like. Like, yeah, kind of step back and, and like see that, you know, like what, are, what does that, what is like, what does that make you feel? What does that make you kind of see that as? Well, first of all, I think just how much God loves us uh, to, you know, if your eyes are open and attentive, you know, you can definitely see him yeah. moving. So I think, you know, I, man, we started our church on April 1st with nothing like, we didn't, we, we had zero dollars in our bank account and um, like just a brand new church and, and our giving doubled the first month wow. as a church in the middle of a pandemic, like just crazy stuff. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, God, yeah. that's you, that's you. Um, and, and so what, what we have been leaning on just as an internal team before this, that really kind of, we had been praying through, I think you see in the new Testament, man, the Pharisees missed the move of God because they didn't like the way it looked. Mm. <laughs> and so we had been he was dropping nuggets but rewind it yeah and so we had been kind of on this man like even before like i just don't want to miss the move of god because i don't like the way god is moving like mm. i think yeah i think if, if eyes are open to see right now what god is doing man even at your home church you know like 
the, the religious crowd is having a problem with the way God is moving right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cause religion doesn't translate through the internet. <laughs> like, you know, and so but Jesus, some people, <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, man, yeah. like it's, it's, it's like, we're putting Jesus on display. And so this has been our declaration. Like we just don't want to miss the move of God because we don't like the way he's moving. It's like, man, yeah. Lord, if you want to move us through the internet, let's move through the internet. If you want to move us through, you know, whatever that looks like, we, we want to be all in for it, even though it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, when I, one of the things I can say and, and that I've seen from people that I know, like I've seen two sides of the coin, right? I've seen people who are like stuck right now. Like they don't know what to do. They don't know whatever their situation is. You might be listening to this and they're just like, man, this stuff is crazy. I don't know what to do. I'm just, ugh, I just can't wait for this to be over. But then you got this other group of people who are like, you know what I'm going to do with this time? I'm going to go create. I'm going to go fulfill a purpose. I'm going to go do something that may it, maybe it's being done. Maybe it's not being done, but I'm going to go do it and watch God move. I'm, I'm not going to be relinquished to this. And I, I really feel like whether it's podcasting, whether it's getting, you know, leadership and, and like we heard last week uh, or two weeks ago, excuse me, but it, it's, it's this, like, what are you going to do with this time now that you have it? Mm -hmm. Because when it does get back to quote unquote normal and you don't have this free time anymore, will it be one of those, man, I wish I did something. And, you know, for you, I, and I know, like, like you said, man, we go, we go back. And when I tell y'all, like, Sam is, is the dude is 100. Like he's 100, man. Like he will, he says what he means. He does what he says. And you, you can't tell him no different when it comes to God and when it comes to Jesus. And I love that about him, but I also love that you you have such a and i know you guys are in a series or, or had been based on when this when this episode launched where you'll be so it's either you're in it or you just finished it but it's go, it's called faith moves yes and just hearing how you all are just doing that man and and i heard your uh, taylor brought a word and then you brought one before and after that man and i, I just want you to share a little bit man about faith man because i know that's something like i said i've watched you you know I, I know your story a little bit i know your baseball and and again like when you meet somebody and you had these connections with people like the first instant connection with me and sam was we have a heart for people like that was just mm -hmm. something i knew about him he knew about me um we had a heart for kids at that season too this, this, where they were and how we can help them and then if you notice his hat that was like the deal breaker for me because I don't know what it is about Chicago, but there ain't too many Cubs fans. I don't know why they, they on the South side tripping. I don't know what it is, but uh, we, we have Cubs fans, but I know he was baseball. That was his thing. He played high school, played college. And every time I remember the story, like pastoring was not necessarily in your plan. Um, you know, you, I, you were probably like me. We thought we'd be in Cubs uniforms right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Doing the thing, you know, yeah. but talk about faith, man. And really faith and probably obedience too, I would think, because 
you know, they're, they're, they go hand in hand. You know, you look at Moses, you look at Noah, like it goes hand in hand. And so not just with the church, man, but like your journey in general, like for people out there who maybe have wavering faith or, or inconsistent obedience or, or anything like that, like what, what will you give them, man? Like just kind of insight and perspective on how they can move in those two things. Um, yeah, man, go for it. Yeah. So I think first and foremost, you know, definitely learn through the years if, if God calls you to it, as cliche as it sounds, like there, there's a real specific reason for it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and just one thing really builds on top of the other. So I know the series we're in right now at church, you know, Faith Moves, we're walking through the life of Joshua. This whole series really started because I was freaking out, man, because, you know, this is a, I'm leading a church now, so I'm in a new leadership position in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And then if we're, you know, we're to be honest, you know, people watching this, you're black, I'm white, you know, our, our church is, if they haven't church, figured it out, by yeah, now. <laughs> right. <laughs> our, our church, you know, is pretty black. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably 70, 70% African-American. Yeah. It's just been kind of like the grace of the house. And, and so, and then we're walking through that in the different way, the, yeah. the coronavirus and COVID-19 is hitting different races and the way people are feeling. And I've been yeah. talking to different people about this and it's like, Lord, I don't know, like, I don't have what it takes to get through this, you know, like yeah. I need, I need a word from you, like to lead your people. And so the Lord led me to Joshua one and nine. And, and like, really all I needed to know is he's with me. Yeah. And like, I think just that simple truth, man, like if God calls you to something, he's, he's in front of you, he's behind you, he's surrounding you. And so kind of walking out with that, but you know, I think we, we'd like to celebrate. Um, I think we're really good at celebrating the victories. Yeah. Um, but we sometimes we're trying to build a culture at church where we celebrate the act of obedience rather than the result. Come on. Come and so on. what I mean by that is we want to be people who re, like really celebrate the, the act of somebody moving by faith rather than somebody saying, hey, this worked out for me because it's not always going to work out the way we think. I have plenty of stories, man, because last time I was in Oklahoma was to drive to pick up a, a child that didn't work out to adopt, you know. And yeah. honestly, that cost a lot of money. It was awful, you know, but it was this yeah. faith move for us where God was just doing something in us that we need right now. And so definitely been learning with faith. Um, you know, you're never going to be quite sure if I, you know, like to do sometimes coin flip decisions. I think Craig Rochelle talked about that before. Yeah. Flip a coin, you already know the answer, right? Call it before <laughs> it lands. Let's go. Yeah. And so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but trying to be a little more decisive in the season, not look back and really just move by faith in, in, in the small things and, and let God yeah. deal with the results. So that's been kind of our approach in the season and, yeah, and, and in our life too, man. I think uh, I, I like to think the story that my life is telling is like a really normal person um, that, that just listens to God, man, that God can yeah. move through even a donkey, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, hey. yeah man. I, you know, I, and that's, so true because like you said man it's it's too many you know we celebrate that end result right and i know at our uh, transformation church um and i know you know tc out here in tulsa and you follow pastor mike and we've been in this series um relationship goals and we're talking about you know ripping up the list and and joshua had this list and oh no i'm sorry joseph joseph um, getting to the palace, being thrown into slavery and all of these things. And I, I had this question and we talked, I, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but, um, or no, I'm sorry. I was in another zoom. There's so many zoom. <laughs> yes. Lose track of them. But I, you know, 
he had this list where it started with a dream, right? It started with a vision and his, and his dream ended in a palace, right? But yet God had other plans and he went through this valley. He went through these things, betrayal of this whole thing from his brothers, everything. And he still got to the palace, mm-hmm. like the end of the story. Right. And it's like, if God says to you, you know what? I see your dream. I see your vision. I see your desire. And I see your list too. I want to do something with the middle of that list. I'm going to, I'm going to scratch all that stuff. You'll still get the palace. You'll still get that. But I need you to go through some stuff. I need you to go through a valley. I need you to get some, might deal with some betrayal. You might deal with some hatred. You might deal with some other stuff, but you'll still get the palace where you take my list instead. And I I think that speaks a lot, like you talked about faith and obedience and all those things, but it's just crazy how many people go through these things, right? And we go through these valleys, we go through these, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's like, can you see, and I don't want to say, like sound cliche, cup half full, but something that, you know, you talked about flipping a coin and I know Pastor Mike talks about 51%. Like if my faith is at 51%, I'm gone. Yep. Like I'm out. Oh, I'm yep. gone. Cause that, that's all you need to tell me. Like yeah. God is, I, I'm, I'm not worried about the 49. I, I love that 51 and that's where I'm going full throttle. And I think sometimes when it comes to faith or that obedience, like we want to see like, all right, God, is it 80% there? Like, is it 90 or, or, you know, I know for me it was like 99.999. Like I'm gonna need <laughs> to know the whole play. Right. And even looking at sports, right? It's like, you don't, you know, and, and I know, I, I'm sure you've been watching The Last Dance and all of that good stuff and, and just watching like this, these, these, um, I really feel like sports gives such a picture of faith and that journey through the end, right? You don't know what's going to happen between the start of a season and the end of it. You might have a goal of a championship, but you're going to go through some trials. You're going to go through some tribulation. You're going to go through some mess some some hell let's be honest like you're gonna go mm-hmm. through it but when you get that trophy when you get to that moment that's like what i hoped and dreamed for like i, I just pictured jordan holding that trophy for the first time and hugging it and crying mm-hmm. over it right it, it wasn't just because it was he was he wasn't coveting the trophy i really feel like he was coveting the process mm-hmm. like i worked so the, the work we put in Mm-hmm. to get here. And I, and I love how you said that because celebrating the obedience, celebrating the process, like the end goal, like you talk about, you know what, we knew we were launching this church, but to see what God is doing in this process, you know what, I'm going to celebrate this. I'm going to worship this. Yep. Um, that's where I feel like people, um, whether they're listening on this or re, you know, um, or watching it on YouTube, like that's where we have to get into it. And, and, you know, the Sixers always, you know, they started that trust the process, trust the process, trust the process. But it, it really, you know, that that whole concept, man, like it, it, it really just resonates with me and I know it does with you. And so as we kind of, you know, get to an end of this here and, and, you know, we talked about faith, obedience, like what are, when it comes to that trust, man, like trust in God, like where do you, like what do you tell people? Like how do you, how would you just, teach them on that man just for a little bit like just showing them like you know what like i get it like it might be tough it might be hard it might be you got to go through some stuff man it just doesn't churches just don't happen podcasts just don't happen albums just don't happen right like 
where, like, how do you embrace that process um, in your journey, whether it's church or, or whatever it is, man? Yeah, I think, um, man, you, you hit this at the beginning. I never wanted to be in ministry. Um, and there was a lot of reasons why. Uh, one, I grew up a preacher's kid and uh, <laughs> saw yep. a lot. Yep. Uh, two, and, and if I just be really honest, um, sometimes I think Christians want to manipulate things, uh, meaning that in any other part of life, you know that you don't go from single A to the big leagues. Yeah. Like, you know, there, you know, you have to actually get better. You know, you have to be trustworthy. You know, you have to show up on time. You, you know, all these things, but for some reason in the walk of faith, I, I feel like sometimes people think like, I think we don't want to say it, but it, it's just going to come easy. Yeah. And, um, but, but really I think for, for trusting the Lord for me, I think one thing, I've had to I've had to watch myself because sometimes I feel like if life is too calm, I feel like I'm not moving by faith enough. Oh, and okay. so I think like there are these times and spaces where I need to make sure that I'm not just moving to prove faith. Like it's actually mm-hmm. okay sometimes to feel a calm. Taylor and I, my wife were just talking about this. It's really strange for us in the season because even in this middle of a pandemic, we don't have much drama in our life. And it's been one of the first times in a long time where we're like, hey, there's no drama. Let's just not cause any just so we have it, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah. um, but I, I think really like looking through the Bible and reminding ourselves that God has never promised us an easy life. And I know that's super cliche, but the yeah. reality is, is that those God uses the most typically go through a whole lot on this earth. I remember playing, praying over my son 196 and I was praying that he would become a general in the kingdom. And, and the Lord just reminded me, like, do, do you know what you're praying for? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be a general without dealing yeah. with a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true, man. The, the, you just don't understand how to process things, how to handle people. And so as far as, like, trusting the Lord goes, to me, like, definitely looking back through history and seeing this, just how God can use things, even from us being on this podcast right now, knowing that we were linked up, you know, like, all yeah. these years ago to be doing something right now and yeah. to know God, his ways are definitely not our ways. And I think every single one of us, if we really believe God, that we can look back on our lives and we don't know why it happened until we can look back and yeah. say that's why. And so just that constant reminder of trusting the Lord and just knowing he's good, that he's loving, that he really does want what's best for us. Yeah, man. Even when it's super hard, um, it's just been as basic as that sounds, man. I think that is the foundation of trusting the Lord, that he is a good father. Yeah. And, and I, you know what, I think sometimes, um, and I, and I love how you're saying it because even for me, and I know we, we probably can both attest to this. Like sometimes we want something to be complex or deep or, and, and sometimes it's just, just listen, man, like <laughs> right. do what he said, like there's not much more I can give you in some, yeah, we can pray the heavens down and we can do all of that. But are you listening to them? Are you praying? You know, are you worshiping? There's like these things like it's sometimes, you know, like you just want people like want it to be complex. Like God is not. I mean, he deals in multiplication. It's not always calculus with him. Like it it just (laughs) doesn't have to be like you might want it to be. But let's be real. You wouldn't understand the calculus anyway if it was. But because I hated math, like math was not my deal. Like when they added letters in math, I was done. Like I was, yes. I was straight done, but I, I feel like sometimes that simplicity is all we need. And if we just do the simple, simple thing, do the, mm-hmm. do the thing 
that you know to do. You know to pray. You know to worship. You know to have faith. You know to believe. Like if you just do those things, God will give you the rest. He'll build upon that. But if you don't have those foundational things, like just that simplicity, man, I think it's so good. And I, I, I that that's like again, we've been I've known you for a while, and I know when we moved and and everything. But I'm telling you, like that, there's just some things that aren't that just stay constant with people. Like yeah. I've I've watched you, man. Like I've you know we've always stayed connected in some way, shape, or form. Yep. And it, it's uh, you know like you said, we're sitting here now, still doing ministry. Yeah. Albeit differently via Zoom, you know. And I I, I told somebody I said the next time I do this series. It's gonna be like a fireside chat, man. I'm gonna be with whoever I'm like. We're gonna do a we're gonna revisit everybody, man, like that, right. that was on this series. And so be watching for that in 2021. And I think we'll yeah. be we'll be a little bit further past corona by then. <laughs> but um it's it's just so key. And I think that's gonna be things people take away from this episode, man. It, it's gonna have to be that simplicity of things, and even in the midst of where you are, like grab hold to the to the simple thing, the simpleness of life right now. Because when it gets back to being, like you said, drama filled and complex and stress, people are gonna be begging for these times. Begging. <laughs> like, I wish I had a vacation. Like you just had one for six weeks. Right. I've been begging. Begging for it, man. And yeah. so, man, I you know what? I I, I love you, man. Like for yeah. real, man. I love you too, it's man. So good, man. And I want, I want you to take a minute, man, and tell people how they can be connected with Anthem Church or be connected with you and Taylor, man, and, and help you all um, where the church is and, and everything, man. So the floor is yours one last time, man. You let awesome, them know man. where they can get you, man. Yeah, uh, we are. Uh, you can connect with our church at weareanthemchurch.com. Uh, we are located uh, in Hammond, Indiana, which is northwest Indiana. We're the first city outside of Chicago in Indiana. Uh, over the state line. Uh, social media is backslash this is Anthem Church, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and uh, I would love to connect with you guys personally. My website is samhamstra.com and uh, Facebook and Instagram is backslash samhamstra. And we'd love yeah. to connect with all y'all. It's such a blessing to be on your show, Bishop Ruffin. Oh, <laughs> no, man. We, that, that, man, we <laughs> go back and forth with, with Bishop, man. We used to have some fun, y'all. In, in youth ministry and it's so crazy to see all of even all of them now oh my gosh yeah they're all grown and and, and doing their thing man we we feel like a couple old heads now man we're we're gonna be like uh mel gibson and uh danny glover on lethal weapon man we're <laughs> yeah, not too old for this man. <laughs> i know that's what it feels like sometimes like oh man i'm telling yeah. you i'm telling man. you man well i i'm telling you, man this i know this episode is gonna bless people man and i just thank you for taking the time, man. And um, for, for those that are going to be listening, man, um, stay with us, man. We're going to keep going. Um, we're going to have some more folks on this month in June. Um, th this series is running uh, two months, but we're going to have some good, some more people coming on for you here after, after this for June. But um, connect with us too on Vantage Point, man. YouTube, uh, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, anything. Rate, subscribe, share. That, that's going to be the biggest thing. Even with this episode, share, share, man. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening, man. And, and uh, we'll, we're going to see you next week. We love you guys. Um, stay tuned next week for another episode of Vantage Point.